The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. Welcome to a very Brady podcast, and I am one of your hosts, and my name is Jimmy. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Tag. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do, Tag, as you know, mm-hmm. we take this episode, mm. we break its ass down. Mm. We answer all your deep and personal questions with complete disregard for whether or not we're qualified, only to ruin your life and call you crazy. On today's episode, we look at Family Ties, Season 6, Episode 3, entitled Dear Mallory. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. Family Ties is available to stream on... Pluto TV. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, if you if you go on Pluto TV and go to watch it, I think it's episode three, but if you look on IMDb, it's episode one. It's, it's up- entitled Dear Mallory. So there you go. Okay. Just look for All that right. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just look for Dear Mallory. It's season six. Mm-hmm. It'll be like the first three, four episodes. Dear mm-hmm. Mallory is what you want. Yeah. All right. So how was your week? Anything? Yeah. Why well, you always say? Well, I didn't work it, but <laughs> I hear I hear you got blown this week. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That's the news on the streets. Oh God! T- t- first of all, just yes or no. Yes or no? What? Did you get blown this week? <laughs> I did. I did yes. <laughs> but not the way you think. Not the way you would be proud of me, so to speak. Was it like a dude? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You wouldn't be proud of me if it was a dude? Well, like I, I can't guess so. Yeah, dude? I would. Yeah, I'd be no, no, proud no, of you no, for. No, no. You said it. Let's talk about it. You don't think <laughs> yeah, I can be, get a dude? I'd be proud of you. I'd be proud you of you for for stepping dude. outside of your comfort zone and trying something new. Yeah, why not? I could get a dude. I just I, don't want to. I don't believe you. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I think our 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 listeners are calling bullshit. <laughs> <sighs> no, but um, just a quick version is, uh, so we had a really bad storm come through here the other day. <clears throat> and uh, the storm, I think they're called gale force winds. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. At first we all thought it was a tornado, but it wasn't a tornado. But we just had like gusts of like 80 miles an hour plus come through just out of okay. nowhere in like a matter of like 15 minutes. Oh, shit. <clears throat> storm just came through. And this whole town got destroyed. <laughs> Not destroyed, but like a lot of trees came down, power lines down everywhere. And I got my kitchen remodeled by a tree. That's cool. So, Oh, yeah. nice. That's that's cool. Yeah. The tree decided to come over and he was uninvited. But, you know, so we had a tree come into the kitchen through the roof and wall. So... Okay, so you 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 didn't want you didn't remodel your kitchen, or you weren't gonna remodel your kitchen. No, I but, wasn't planning on it. But the tree would. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. That was a dumb joke. But no, just mm. thank God that, um, you know, nobody was in the kitchen at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my like, son was home by himself. I was at work and uh, yeah, he yeah. called me in kind of a little bit of a panic. Um, uh, help. Um, there's a log in the kitchen. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, did you so. take a dump on the floor? <laughs> but anyway there'll be more details about that in the after hours show that works so. well we're all just glad uh that you and your son both are okay so yeah so we've been staying over the uh the parents house so that's, that's cool good right now good good right on so, how was your week well i i um i found out that i got to eat like a like a rabbit for a while and i got to exercise more and uh, somebody called me fat this week, and um, what? And but the same person called me sweet, so I thought that was kind of kind of nice. Yeah. Who who called you fat and sweet? The doctor. He said I have diabetes and I need to lose weight. <laughs> so, how did he call you sweet? Because it's too much blood sugar. It's literally what diabetes oh. is. Oh, you know, so I heard you're, just you're too sweet. sweet. You're fat, but you're sweet. That's what I heard. In my head, that's what I heard. So that's that's so weird because that's what I have in my dating profile is my description. So what that I'm fat and sweet? Yeah, that my friend's fat and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a weird thing to put in your dating profile. (laughs) But no, he said mean, but he's fat and sweet. (laughs) He said everything would be okay. He said he's he expects me to walk in in a month and be completely fine. I'm like, wow, oh, that's man, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> he's like, no, he said, everything you're saying, you get it. Like, he said, you said yourself, you worked out really hard for like a year and a half, two years or something like that and lost a bunch of weight. It's like, yeah, I did. He's like, so you got it and you can do it again. And see, yeah, but this time it's forever. Not just till I look good. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so they're going to hook me up with a dietitian and they hook me up to this really cool machine. I'm not wearing it right now, but where you put the sensor in the back of your arm and you can wave your cell phone over and it'll tell you your blood sugar. It's pretty neat. Mm, it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It like so. sticks you and stuff, doesn't it, by itself? It's just at first. Like, it's like a needle that goes in your arm and I guess it's got some kind of little plastic sleeve that comes around the needle. So the plastic sleeve thing stays in your arm. Um, mm. or I, I think it's a sleeve. I think it's some kind of plastic sensor, that go, but it's pliable so you don't have some stiff thing in the back of your arm. Um, I keep pointing like you can see it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it stays in your arm for like 14 days. And then that 14 days, every, it tracks eight hours worth of blood sugar in your, in your blood. Mm-hmm. And then when you wave your phone over it, it uploads it all to your phone. That way, when you go back to the doc, you can go see some. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Good. Mm-hmm. So. Well, hopefully it'll just be a temporary thing. So I haven't, I haven't gotten any new guitars this week. Yeah. Me so neither. that's good. Yeah, I uh, I did work on the Epiphone that I got last week that I told everybody about, and uh, it's strung up and running, and sounds pretty good. It's not too bad. So yeah. that's how it is on the guitar front. <laughs> yeah, I do want to apologize to last week's episode. Why it was so late was due to my kitchen remodel. <laughs> so that's the reason yeah. for it. So I do apologize to everyone yeah. there, but we got it up. I'm sure they understand. And if they don't... um they can blow you. <laughs> right. Get it? Because, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so what did you think of this episode? Um, I thought, <laughs> I thought, um, Justine Bateman was really funny in this episode. Yeah, she was. She did yeah. a good job. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, if you watch a lot of 
Family Ties. I think the one that carries the show the most is Michael Gross. I think his character does. I mean, I don't, me personally, I wouldn't go as far as to say he does, but his character for sure, how he he portrays the character for sure. He just has really good comedic timing. He's just Mm -hmm. really funny. I think he was a bit underrated on that show because I think a lot of the funny stuff I'll laugh, it was, it's from him. Just the way he says shit is so funny. Have you ever seen uh, the horror movie Tremors? I know he's in that. Yeah. Oh, he's hilarious in that. He plays <laughs> yeah. the, if you think the, cause in this one, he's kind of a hippie and he's kind of like a little yeah. bit of kumbaya on him and stuff. Yeah. But if you, if you watch him in tremors, he's like this, like, you know, has an Ted arsenal. Type, and is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's insane. He's one of these, um, you know, uh, Armageddon prep guys kind of thing, like survivalist <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. A basement full of guns. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny too. Have you seen Michael Gross recently? Yeah, yeah, I think I saw an interview with him. He looks like almost still the same. He doesn't he look does. like he's yeah, really he looks a little thinner. He's always yeah. been in really good shape, so he's a little thinner he's now. He still pretty yeah. much looks the same. Like Michael J. Fox looks older know. than him. <laughs> yeah, like, well, he's been through. He's been through a couple things. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not to not to be mean, but um, I feel like they could kill off Meredith Baxter Burney's character and. Jennifer and the show would be exactly the same. <laughs> it would still survive. Like again, I'm not, they would have to keep Skippy and Alex, not Alex, uh, Andy, they could keep him, but the mom and or Jennifer, I feel like they could get rid of both of them and the show wouldn't really suffer. Yeah. There, I remember watching South Park years ago and there was some joke in there about how, I don't know, some festival was going to get kicked off by teeny others or something like that. And mm. the biggest joke, every time they said teeny others, Somebody would always say the line, she's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know she was in some kind of rock band or punk band or something like that back in the day. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Or was that just a movie? Well, no, Justine Bateman did a movie about she was in a rock band. Mm Mm-hmm. But, oh no. I don't know. (laughs) I remember she did that horrible TV movie Hmm. about driving or something like that and they had that stupid song (laughs) it was a lot of like teen actors from the day and it was this team i think it even had like uh um what's her samantha what's her name oh tony no uh um not danza melissa milano (laughs) Melissa Melissa Milano. Yeah, yeah. yeah i think she was in it was a bunch of like teen teen actors from back then and it was about like uh driver's ed or something like that and then in the middle of this movie they did this stupid like rap or whatever was that like a music video <laughs> well the way they did it looked kind of like a music but it was a tv movie and then like and the the hook on the song was we be driving we be driving i don't remember that it was horrible even back wow, then it was okay. cringy. I was just like, and it was not like back then you were like, no, it was cool back then. It was not cool back then. Well, was it as bad as friends forever? <laughs> I ain't even going to sing it. Cause everybody out there, if you know, you know, <laughs> friends forever. Zach attack. Yeah. Hell yeah. Zach attack. <laughs> friends forever. That's which one, cool. which one was worse? If you had to listen to one of them 24 hours straight nonstop, which one would it be? I'm going to add in one more. Okay. There's that one, and then you can also add it. Oh my god, I forgot the name of it. The the John Stamos one. Oh. <laughs> the one that he sings on Full House. Yeah, well, he sings it probably like 
12 times throughout the whole series. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like I know which one you're talking versions. about. God, what is it? Like forever or something? And, uh, I almost sang it. I almost had it there for a second. I don't even remember now, but people know. I'm sure people yeah. are screaming it at us right now. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you, out of those three thong, three songs, you had to listen to one of them 24 hours straight on repeat, which one would it be? I would probably go with the John Stamos one. Because that really? one was actually pretty, had some depth to it. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I, I would have to, it would have to be friends forever just because it just, just, it would just be funny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, I guess it's about time to take our first break. Cause I'm tired. <sighs> okay. All right. And when we come back, we're going to, uh, we're going to dive into this. So mm. we'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> oh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. No, yeah. That was a good break. That was that come on man that was a good break you know that was a good break yeah that shit you did better. really god you look yeah. like you're enjoying that shit to me just saying really because you, know I mean? you yeah because you make that one face you know where you look like you're in pain where you're kind of wincing a little bit oh yeah you can mm-hmm. tell that i like that uh, i've known you for 30 something years man of course i can yeah. tell that yeah. all right all right so all right. <laughs> so tonight we look at that's not what we say what am i talking about so let's get into this. Uh, we're looking at Family Ties, Season 6, Episode 3, entitled Dear Mallory. So mm-hmm. let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. It first aired September 20th, 1987. Damn. <laughs> Written by Gary David Goldbergs and Alan Uger. Or Uger. 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 And directed by Sam Uger. Wiseman. He's a wise man. Sorry, I was done. Or is it Weisman? Is it Weisman? I don't know. I don't know. 
According to IMDb, actress Jane Adams will later appear in a two-part episode in season seven as a completely different character. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that played Andrea or Andrea in this episode. That's like uh, I kind of like her, and I know I know her from something, but I can't figure out where. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Megan felt the same way. It was in she was in one of the the uh, shows that my wife watched. She watched she watches a lot of like NCIS kind of shows, and I guess she yeah. was on something like that. Um, but yeah, how can, like I, I hate it when they have characters come back in different as different things, like playing multiple characters, like like yeah. John Krasinski in Marvel and or not Marvel in uh, the uh, yeah the Marvel universe. As far as I know, he was only Mr. Fantastic, and that was it. Yeah, but no, he was the cop also in Ant-Man. Oh, I haven't seen the latest Ant-Man. No, in all the Ant-Mans. Is that a joke? Yeah, because that's Asian Jim. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah right. That's right. That's right. It's bullshit, man. It's funny. You can only have one Jim, Halbert. Come on now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So if you're ready to fade in, <laughs> I am ready to fade in. All right. In that case, we fade in. I bet we've been. I think this. I think the song was written by Alan Thicke, wasn't it? No, I don't think this one. Oh, maybe. Together I don't know. You know what I really liked about this theme song? It's a, is the uh, the bass line. Because it goes like... Do, 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 we open our story with Andy sitting at the kitchen table with a huge piece of cake in front of him. When Jennifer walks in and says, uh-uh, Andy, that's the last piece of cake, and I get half of that. Hmm. Andy argues, have an apple. It's better for you. Oh, shit. Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer rolls her eyes and says, thanks for caring, Andrew. Oh, shit. She gave me the Andrew. <laughs> but I think I'll cut it in half. As Jennifer cuts, Andy watches saying, oh, that's not half. When Jennifer argues, yes, it is. Andy comes back with, bitch, you think because I'm small, I can't see straight. That's, <laughs> that's not really what he said, but like he said it. That's that's how he like in spirit. Yeah. That's how he said it. It was his inflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And soon the two of them are arguing until finally Elise and Steven come walking in. Oh, oh, shit. Elise immediately breaks it up saying, oh, hey, wait, 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 wait. This is embarrassing. You guys fighting over a piece of cake. What are you like? Fucking 20. No, she didn't say that. Um, <laughs> What difference does it make if one piece is slightly bigger than the other? Jennifer completely agrees, saying none, as long as I get it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just then Mallory walks in announcing, Mom, Dad, I got it. I got it. Jennifer says, well, don't give it to anyone else. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a uh, you can't do it on television throwback for any oh. any of the any of the true fans. <clears throat> yeah. Lisa comes in and says that to. uh um, to Moosey. Anyways, um, <laughs> Mallory continues. I've been chosen to take over the personal advice column for the Columbus shopping guide. I'm going to be dear Mallory. That's, a, that's amazing that it just so happened to fit her name. You know what I mean? Like what if <laughs> they would have found dear like Mallory. a Lisa or something like, <laughs> anyways, oh, well, <laughs> <she> <laughs> <got it. laughs> 
Yeah. Probably over a hundred applicants. Like she's the only one named Mallory. So, because well, because that's such a weird name. Anyways, it's a unique name. It's amazing that they found somebody that had it. Um, at least immediately hugs Mallory in excitement as Stephen says, "That's great." Mallory, still excited, explains, "They picked me over a hundred applicants. They said my answers were warm, compelling, yet practical." Jennifer, who's still sitting at the table with Andy, says, "Great, Mallory. Well, maybe you can help us over here." We're trying to decide on how to share this cake. Mallory begins to walk towards them saying, hey, I'll get a piece of that too. And soon the three of them are arguing about cake. Mallory finally shuts that shit down and says, wait, wait, wait. You've come to me with a problem. You've come to dear Mallory and I won't let you down. Sit, sit. She then kneels next to them and says, okay, okay. How's this? Jen? You cut the cake. Andy, you get to pick which piece you want. That way, Jen will cut it fair. Elise, who's been listening, says, that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was just like like making fun of her. Like, you know what I mean? Being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Mallory stands with a huge grin and says, warm, compelling, yet practical. Elise says, you know, Stephen, maybe we could use that approach ourselves. I could cut and you could pick. Steven says, but dear, we've done so well for the last 20 years with me cutting and picking. Although it's a great idea, Mallory. Mallory says, I am a natural at this. I better get started. Look at all these letters I have already. Steven begins to look at them, but is stopped by Mallory who says, oh, you can't actually look, dad. They're confidential. Steven, who's putting on a fake smile, says... Oh, let me look. Mallory, who can't contain her excitement, says, well, I guess your family and all. So Mallory pulls out a letter and hands it to Stephen. <laughs> it's hard to say Stephen without a list because of um, uh, Cable Guy. Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. I feel like Jennifer's too old to be arguing over a piece <laughs> of cake with a toddler. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. And then Mallory joins the club, too. It's just funny. And Mallory, she's, well, Justin Bateman, I say, it was, she's just so funny. She is, yeah, yeah. Um, you come to me with a problem. Oh, sit, sit, sit. <laughs> I got to admit, the parents are in really good shape. Like, both of them are, and they came in from, like, yeah. fucking jogging and shit. Um, yeah. But I, that is kind of a good way to decide. You know what I'm saying? I might use that with my kids. Yeah, well, my kids don't really argue about well, that kind of stuff. But, like, that kind of stuff is, that comes from, like, you know, Greek mythology or something. You know, and there was a story in the Bible where somebody. where Abraham was telling somebody to cut their kid in half or something. That's um, kind of like the same thing. You're not quite right there. But oh, okay. Yeah, it was you're like mixing up like two or three different stories. Well, it was a, yeah. So no, King. Um, who was it? Um, well, there was two women fighting over a child, and then yeah, they I can't remember the king. Cut though. the child in half. Yeah, and then the woman that said no, 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 let her have it. They what woman in their right mind would be mother. like, yes, abs, because that bitch ain't getting this child alive. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Really? Because all I wanted was the top half anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but also Justine <laughs> Bateman, hundred percent channeled Jason Bateman in this episode. One hundred percent. Like if you watch certain things that faces she makes, like inflections in her yeah. voice, you're like, that's one hundred percent Jason Bateman. Like hundred percent she's imitating her brother. Um yeah, that's funny. Steven's shirt says Surf Ohio. 
But Ohio's a landlocked state. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, is there a Great Lake attached? I don't think so. Not it's, that, it's landlocked. It was, I mean. Yeah. That's awesome, though. That's yeah. funny. Anyways, <laughs> that's, it. that's all. Scene two. Mm. Stephen opens a letter and reads, Dear Mallory, I was once on the high school swim team... <sighs> Really, Tech? Really? I was once on the high school swim team, and I want everyone to know. <sighs> but I also need your advice. I don't remember that part of the episode, Jimmy. Well, you must put it in there, because you want everybody to know. <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay. The letter actually says... <laughs> Dear Mallory, my partner doesn't satisfy me sexually, and I was wondering. But before he can continue any further, Mallory snatches the letter back and, and says, Oh, Dad, my advice is that you don't read that. <laughs> At least nods and says, Very wise, dear Mallory. <laughs> Finally, Alex comes walking in, mullet and all, <laughs> with his briefcase. Mallory says, Alex, Alex, guess what? I'm dear Mallory. <laughs> Alex says, yeah, and I'm adorable Alex. How are you? <laughs> That's so Valerie awesome. excitedly says, no, you don't understand. I'm taking over the personal advice column for the Columbus Shopper's Guide, the column called Dear Mallory. Alex, trying to understand, says, now, wait, wait, wait. Columbus Shopper's Guide, isn't that the freebie giveaway thing they have at the checkout counter for the, at the supermarkets? The one with all the coupons in it? Mallory proudly nods and says, that's right. Alex, who apparently left his fucks in his briefcase, asks, what are you so excited about, Mal? Are you going to be giving advice to low-life bargain hunters who can't afford to buy a real paper? <laughs> Alex then walks over to the table and begins to eat the cake that Jennifer and Andy have been fighting over. <laughs> Mallory now getting upset and defensive says, Alex, they're not low-life bargain hunters. They're people, real people, coming to me for advice. Alex argues, Mallory, if these people were willing to shell out a quarter, <laughs> they could turn to dear Abby. <laughs> and he walks out. Oh, Ooh. shit. Mallory stands there thinking, you have it in quotations. <laughs> I just like putting random words in quotations. <laughs> it's funny. <sighs> Finally, looking at Andy and Jennifer and says, I can help him. <laughs> Mallory then walks over to Jennifer and Andy, lays her hands on them and says, and if either one of you need help, come to me. I'm going to be very busy, but I'll always have time for you. She then looks into the camera and says, you're my family. <laughs> Did you write that? I don't remember writing that. Did you write it? Then the theme song plays. Freeze frame. No, but sadly it didn't happen. Oh, I did write that. No, too. I didn't write that. You wrote that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't touch the script. <laughs> After Melody walks out, Andy looks at Jennifer and says, cut the fucking cake. <laughs> That's exactly how he says it, dude. Uh, what kind of monster would take a bite out of the middle of a cake like that? Like, that's right up there with eating like string cheese and just bite. Oh, wait. I do that. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell that's you right you now. Was I ain't it gonna... Jim? Was it? 
Was it Jim from the office or was it? No, it was uh, Ryan that just bites right into it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, in the yeah. office. <laughs> He's like, hey, you just kind of go for it, right? He's like, yeah, ever since I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of just went for it. Yeah. That's how I, I eat string cheese. I just bite it. Yeah, just once again, Justine Baben was hilarious in the scene. She really know. is. Yeah. It makes you wonder why she didn't go on to do a whole lot more. Like, I know she got it really into fashion and stuff like that, but I wonder why she quit acting. She may not have. She may have stuff coming out, but. Yeah. I know she did a couple things here and there, like yeah. around this time or just after Family Ties ended, but mm-hmm. you really didn't see her much after that. Mm-mm. It's a shame. Scene three. Out in the living room, we see Marty, sorry, Alex, sitting on mm-hmm. the couch reading the newspaper when Mallory walks down the stairs holding a bundle of letters. She walks up to the side of the couch and waits. Alex, feeling her presence, turns and asks, got a problem, Mal? Mm-hmm. She excitedly says, I don't have problems. I solve problems. <laughs> I'm dear Mallory. She then gets serious and asks, is there anything bothering you, Alex? <laughs> Alex, just trying to read the newspaper, turns and says, mm-hmm, dear Mallory. Then turns and goes back to his paper. <laughs> Mallory, not letting up, says, oh, come on, Alex, talk to me. Open up. I sense that beneath that preppy little exterior, you're a mass of insecurities and frustration waiting to pour out. Alex nods sarcastically and says, yeah, Mal, that's why I have this exterior to protect the rug. (laughs) Mallory, now starting to feel a little sad, sits next to him and says, come on, Alex, I need practice. And everyone else in the house is so sane. (laughs) She then turns on the puppy dog eyes and says, I'll be your best friend. Alex sarcastically (laughs) says, Oh, that's always worked for me, Mal. Mally comes back with, that's because you don't have any friends, right? Alex, perhaps trying to change the subject, says, Mallory, why don't you just read me one of your letters? Mallory proudly pulls out one of her letters and reads, Dear Mallory. She looks at Alex and smiles with pride, staring at her letter, finally saying, I love the way that sounds. I'm an extremely pretty 19-year-old girl with a knockout body. Suddenly, Alex seems very interested, saying, go on, please. Mallory goes on. I have a real interest in money, and I'm searching for a smart, cute, 21-year-old boy who likes money, too. Hmm. Alex takes the letter from Mallory, saying, we got to help these people, Mal. (laughs) And in order to help them, we need an address. Just then, Elise walks in from the kitchen, asking, hasn't anybody started dinner? Alex, while looking at the girl's address, says, oh, yeah, Ma, I started it, then decided against it. Hmm. Elise says, Alex, it is your turn to start dinner tonight. Alex argues, Ma, how could you think of eating when there's a young woman in peril at 3214 Douglas Drive, apartment 3C? Mallory, who's been strangely quiet this entire time, says, Mom, maybe you can help me out. I need practice solving people problems before I publish my first column. Elise, not understanding the point, asks, and Mallory asks, well, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Anything bothering you? (laughs) Elise gives Mallory a look and says, well, I'm hungry. (laughs) Mallory asks, besides that, is there anything else? Elise says, I'm thirsty too. (laughs) (laughs) So Alex just has to start dinner? He doesn't have to finish it though, right? Apparently not, no. Mm Mm-mm. I just didn't understand because she was like very 
adamant about <laughs> saying start. Like nobody started dinner. Alex, it was your turn to start dinner. He's like, I was going to start it, but then I decided not to. <laughs> and she said, well, somebody needs to start dinner. It'd be funny if no, she was just late coming home from work and it's all burnt on the stove. Well, I started it. <laughs> you didn't tell me I had to finish that shit. Um, mm-hmm. I swear Ma- uh, Mallory dresses like a mom. You know what I mean? Like with the high-waisted <laughs> pants and the shoulder pads and shit. Like Dorothy would be fucking proud of shit. Um, <laughs> um, Mallory must know that Alex is just trying to hump that girl, right? <laughs> I'm sure. So like, she didn't say anything. Like she acts like she cares about these people's problems yet. She's okay with her brother trying to fuck her. Like, and she willingly <laughs> shares the address with him. Like, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me. Um, <laughs> Not only that, but he like ripped the address out of the envelope. Yeah, yeah. And put it in his pocket. And she was okay with that. <laughs> I, um, I also looked on Google earth and I could not find that address. So, oh, okay. You looked yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> well, there is a, um, a street with that name, but there's no address by that name. So yeah, gotcha. Were you trying to find this attractive young girl too, who likes money? No, I was just curious if it was really apartment complex. It would have just been cool if it was. Yeah. <laughs> if so, we'd have to write him a letter. That'd be cool. <laughs> Scene four. Just then Steven walks in. Mallory immediately jumps up and runs to him saying, <laughs> dad, help me out. Any major problems in your life you'd like to discuss? Steven, taken off guard, thinks and says, um, no, I got in the door just fine. (laughs) He begins to walk towards the couch to sit down with Mallory close behind, says, Mm. come on, dad, think hard. Anything at work? Steven says, nothing about work makes me hard. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the same way. (laughs) Steven says, nope. Mallory presses further. Physical problems? Stephen <laughs> once again says, nope. Mallory asks, marital problems. <laughs> Stephen says, well, sometimes your mother uses her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, Tech. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, well, sometimes your mother has, but is smacked in the arm by Elise, who physically abuses him for telling the truth. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> saying, Steven. Steven shuts up because, you know, he has to sleep sometime. <laughs> <laughs> G- Jennifer walks. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it's funny to me. Apparently. <laughs> In from the kitchen saying, Mallory, I've been going through some of these letters and most of them seem pretty ordinary, but I think I found one you can use in your column. It's really very touching. Mallory, super excited, grabs it, saying, great, great. Mallory reads, dear Mallory, no, seriously, when I, when I was in high school, I was on the swim team. Wow, Tech. Really? My best friend won't acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. You're on the swim team. Damn, man. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't touch the script. Oh, good. The letter actually says, (laughs) I'm 18 and a half years old. Does it really say and a half years old? Who says 18 and a half? (laughs) I'm 48 and three quarters. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm 18 and a half years old, and for the first time in my life, I have a boyfriend. Nice. But last night, a friend told me that he was seeing another girl, too. I can't stop crying. What do I do? Sign first love. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> XOXO. If you want to be my friend, check a box. <laughs> Jennifer Mallory lock eyes, grinning ear to ear. What? Oh. Jennifer Mallory lock eyes, grinning ear to rear, <laughs> and nodding their heads at what they have found. Okay. <laughs> Alex not really giving a shit. Here's Steven Sniffle. Randomly and shake his head. What is going on here? <laughs> You're describing the weirdest shit. <laughs> he leans in and says, Dad is just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. He leans in and says, Dad, it's just a letter. With the voice <laughs> beginning to break, Stephen says, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> he then pulls out a hanky and dries his eyes. <laughs> Mallory speaks up and says, Great choice, Jen. I'm going to use this in my first column. Stephen looks at Elise and says, her first love. <laughs> Alex pats him on the shoulder and says, dad, be strong. Elise stands and says, look, why don't you go in the kitchen? Stop being a little fucking girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we go in the kitchen and get dinner started and leave the problem solving to them? Stephen shakes his head and says, I'm too upset to eat. But at least <laughs> shuts that shit down quick, saying, "Well, I'm not. Move it." That's exactly what she does too. Hey, you're like yeah. you're describing the weirdest shit. I'm like, that's a joke. What are you talking about weirdest shit? That's an awesome joke. <clears throat> There's um, a joke in there. No, no. When you were saying, "What do you describe? What's going on?" You describe the weirdest shit. I'm like, "What do you mean? That's the setup for the joke. That's not weird shit." <laughs> yeah, gotcha. And I didn't know where it was going, but it was like they lock eyes, grinning ear to ear to rear, and nodding their heads at what they found. Like, like you, Stephen Sniffles are randomly shake, and it just sounded funny all <laughs> in one like area. It's it's interesting to me, and I don't know if this is on purpose. <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because if so, this is really good planning. But it's it's interesting how right there. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how you can see a little bit of the kids and both parents, or I mean, you can see a little bit of the parents and both kids. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. Elise tends to be the logical kind of strong one, and you know Steven tends to be the you know a little bit you know. Um, easy going, laid back, more emotional one. And you see that <laughs> in both kids too. There's times where, um, where like Mallory's more emotional and times where Mallory's kind of pig headed like Elise. So I don't know. I just, I find it interesting that you see both parents and the kids. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just noted again, the how, how awesome Michael Gross is. <laughs> show. He's just <laughs> yeah. so funny. He's pretty funny. Um, and isn't it a requirement for Steven to always be with Elise? Like, because they, they're never separated. They're always together. Yeah, they that's always a good come point. into a room together. They leave together. And like, she was going to go start dinner because nobody else did, but she's all like, Steven, are you coming? You know? Mm. It's like, well, good thing cell phones oh, weren't available. Because she'd be like, who's that? No, 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 give me your phone. Let me look through it. She'd be one of those kind of people. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, Hmm. Scene five. As Elise and Steven leave to go get dinner started, Jennifer stands and asks, what are you going to tell her, Mal? I mean, I feel kind of responsible. I found the letter at all. Mallory, who's been trying to think, says, I don't know. 
I don't know. Sit down. Something like this. Dear first love, there are plenty of other fish in the sea. Looks like you may have caught yourself a shark. Hmm. Alex, who has his arms crossed, nods and says, ooh. Mallory, <laughs> now with more confidence, says, plus, you're probably ugly. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> that would just been funny. First thing you've got to do is find out if it's true. If he's seeing the other woman, you've got no choice. Cut him loose. Alex, who's now standing next to Mallory, says, that's good, Mal. I would add, um, let him sink into the slime. Hmm. Alex then chuckles and says, but that's just me. Jennifer, not really getting it, says, that's a nice touch, Alex. As Alex goes upstairs, Mallory asks, what do you think of my response? Jennifer says, I like it, but don't you think it's a little rough? I mean, he's got another girl that's willing to, you know. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Mallory stands and says, no, see, Jen, rough but fair. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, rough but fair. Hell yeah. Don't mind. Yeah. Like, you don't know what rough affair is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. When a girl says, how do you want it? I always say rough but fair. Exactly, yeah. You've got to... <laughs> you've got to give it to these people straight. Shit! Now he's on a roll. There's nothing to say. I say, or nobody uh, feels. Otherwise, it would be a man giving it to me. Well, I mean, he would <laughs> give it to you straight. straight no, he wouldn't be giving it to me straight. He'd give it to me not straight. Oh, uh, uh, okay. All right, <clears throat> that's true. Or nobody <laughs> feels like they're getting helped. I mean, how would you feel? Jennifer says, "I don't know. I haven't had my first love yet." <laughs> Mallory looks at her and smiles and says, but when you do, you'll come to me for advice, right? Mallory cheerfully walks away as Jennifer says, for sure. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Jennifer is just so deadpan. It was kind of funny. That was a good delivery on that joke she had. Um, hmm. But her character just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like she's just like the narrator sometimes. Like, Dad, what happened with that problem at work today? Like that kind of character. Like she's just there to <laughs> she move just shit keeps along. The story going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Here, let me give you a segue to your next line, Alex. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let me help you over here to cross <laughs> up into this room. Mom, look at this mail you got. Like you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> let me kick off the storyline. Here's the mail, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Scene six. Out in the kitchen, we see Elise pulling a Mike Brady while sitting at her drafting table. Oh, damn. I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, why not put it in the kitchen? And <laughs> <laughs> Mallory walks in asking, how's it going, Mom? Elise says, well, I'm working on the McPhillips house. Mallory asks, still? <laughs> I thought you finished that. What's the problem? Elise explains, well, it's really a problem of balancing the spatial and the structural logistics. I mean, should we just shear? I mean, should we just shear wall? Shear wall? That's what she said. Sounds yeah. weird. I mean, should we just shear wall the existing elements? Sounds wrong. Or we can, or can we support the weight of the cantilevered? 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 Terrace? Okay. Or we can support the weight. Or can we support the weight of the cantilevered terrace with just poured concrete grade beams? God. Poured concrete grade beams. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yep. You need like a doctorate degree to be a fucking architect. 
Or just be able to read. <laughs> or can we support the weight of the cantilever? <clears throat> or can we support the weight of a cantilever terrace with just poured concrete grade beams? She then crumples up the paper and tosses it over her shoulder and just says, I don't know. Mallory, seeing the perfect opportunity to help people, has landed in her lap, says, Architecture got you down, Mom? <laughs> Here's a suggestion for a quick pick-me-up. <laughs> so funny. Go buy yourself a new dress. Something splashy. Something pink. Buy me one, too. Make you feel better. <laughs> At least thinks for a moment and says... Always work for Frank Lloyd Wright. <clears throat> and Wright wasn't wrong. I just thought that would be funny. That's one another line that they should have put in, but they didn't call us. Yeah, so. I don't I don't get the joke at all, but because it's right. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I get your joke. I don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is. Oh, he's an architect, I believe. <clears throat> Mallory points and says, You see? Elise asks, How's your Mallory coming along? Mallory says, Great, except for this guy who won't drop the fact that Except for the guy who won't drop the fact that he was on his high school swim team. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Mallory actually says, I've got Andy helping out now. <laughs> Elise chuckles and says, oh, that's cute. Just then Andy walks in the kitchen with a pencil and paper asking, how do you spell grow up? Mallory answers G-R-O-W-U-P. Andy asks, how about sink back into the slime? <laughs> Mallory sighs and says, ask Alex. Andy rolls his eyes and walks out. Oh, shit. Just then, Stephen walks in along with Elise, Alex, and Nick, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Elise begins shouting, hot off the presses, the new issue of the Shopper's Guide. Mallory, super excited, runs to the table with it saying, My first dear Mallory, where is it? Alex points in the paper saying, It's right here, Mal. It's right between the weekend grease monkey and Cora's cut rate corner. <laughs> Nick says, Hey, uh, hey. You know, <laughs> that uh, grease monkey is a hell of a column. Steven sarcastically says, No need. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. No need to tell us, Nick. It's our favorite, too. <laughs> it's such a simple line, but the way he says it, because you know he's being sarcastic yeah, or yeah. patronizing. He's laying on thick, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory butts in, tapping on the newspaper and saying, look, look, there's my picture. Alex points and says, yeah, right between Cora and the monkey. <laughs> Elise picks it up and says... Let me read it here. Dear first love, there are plenty of fish in the sea, and it looks like you may have caught a shark. Elise gives Mallory a look and just says, ooh. She goes back into the paper and says, well, what's this here? Nick looks closely and says, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, that's your address, and uh, that's your phone number, Mrs. Keaton. You should really know that. I mean, <laughs> in case you get lost or something. <laughs> At least slowly turns and give Nick a look. Hmm. <laughs> she really looks like her brother in the scene. 
<laughs> and like there's a couple what? of scenes where I was just like, like Justine Bateman. There's a couple of scenes where I was like, oh. God dang, she looks just like her brother. Holy shit. Like the way she's talking <laughs> and the inflections. Um, why does Andy look grumpy all the time? That little kid looks like he's pissed off at the world. Every scene he's in. <laughs> that, what the hell is this problem? Work. I'm fucking six years old. And you're making me work. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, I remember paper bags. Like when they brought in the groceries, I was like, Hey, I know they still have them, but I remember when that's all Man. there was, was paper bags. I remember that. Remember that? Or they used to ask paper or plastic. Yeah. yeah. Of course, 90% of the world said plastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember before those plastic where it was just paper. Um, yeah. Yeah. I forgot how funny Nick was. That's a funny character. Yeah. yeah. Scott Valentine. So was it- hmm? Yeah. So was Nick at the grocery store with Stephen and Elise? Like, it's weird, right? Like, yeah, because yeah. they all arrived together. Well, Mallory know? was there, right? Mallory came. Mallory was at home. Oh, that is weird. No, she was already home. Why the hell would they bring Nick grocery shopping? <laughs> no. Unless, like, they just happened to arrive at the house at the same time, but you'd right. think that that would have been mentioned. I don't know. It's weird. That is weird. Hmm, I don't know. Unless he somehow knew that the newspaper's coming out that day and she he came over to read it with her. Well, it doesn't matter. He's probably going to come over anyway, but right, just like, right. he just comes in with the parents, which yeah, is they, odd. So. They could have just as easily had him already there. That yeah. would have that made every <laughs> bit of sense. You know what I mean? Like It would have made more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So anyways, this is where we take our next break. Mm. So Mallory has decided to be a generic Dear Abby. Will she be successful, or will a tornado put a tree through her kitchen? We'll be back. (laughs) Hey, movie fans. Have you ever wanted just one more adventure from your favorite film heroes? Ever imagined an alternate entry in your favorite movie franchise that didn't suck? Then Sequel Quest is the podcast to make your wildest cinematic fantasies come true. Every episode, Adam, Jeff, and Jeremy pitch imaginary sequels, prequels, and reboots to your favorite movie franchises like E.T. the Extraterrestrial, cult classics like Surf Ninjas and the Monster Squad, famous flops like Jupiter Ascending, how about a third Tim Burton Batman film, or getting back on the ice with the Mighty Ducks. With over 100 episodes in our archives, you'll definitely find Find a favorite as the SQ crew reminisce about the films and find creative, cool, and wacky ways to continue the fun on the silver screen. Sequel Quest is presented by the Retro Network and can be found on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Sequel Quest and prepare yourselves for fake movie fun at its finest. We are back. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see. I was I was curious what you were going to do since you're in your parents' house. But you, you just don't stop, man. You don't stop. <laughs> you ain't afraid of shit. Like, what if they would have walked in doing that shit? <laughs> um, I wasn't doing anything, Jimmy. I'm a guest in their home. You're so modest, man. Damn. <laughs> That's what I like about you. 
So I, I had to wear my, my family tie shirt tonight because this is the shirt that I wore when I met Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but when you when you meet him, like lately anyways, when you meet him, like you can't shake his hand. You can't pat him on the shoulder. You can't touch him in any way. They didn't even want us asking him direct questions. You were just allowed to stand so next to him. So, so you couldn't go like, oh, I got your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a wedgie. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was still, you know, interesting to, to meet him and stuff. And Yep. It was part of a Back to the Future panel. Christopher Lloyd was there, but fucking um, the principal from Back to the Future was super awesome. Tom Wilson is super awesome, as you know. He's um, a slacker. Yeah. But um, yeah, Michael J. Fox, it was cool to meet him. It was awesome. So yep. what is your Back to the Future or your shirt, your family tie shirt you wear? It's just Alex on, on the shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Because everybody, I knew everybody there would be like, "Back to the future, back to the future." So I'm like, "No, fuck yeah. that. No, we're going with Family Ties." <laughs> <laughs> so I would have gone Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Or Secret of My Success. Yeah. Or what was that other one? Is it Bright Lights, Big City? That's like I always try to to bring up some of their their more obscure stuff. You know, I mean, just to show that you're kind of a real fan. Like when I met Tom Wilson, I was talking to him about um, about his stand-up comedy. I was like, man, that, that song you do about Back to the Future is just freaking hilarious. And he's like, thank you. Nobody says that. So, um, hmm. heck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, he's a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> the principal asked my daughter. She's like, he's like, so are you a slacker? My daughter's like, she looks at me and Meg. She's like, No. <laughs> she didn't she no. didn't know i don't think she recognized him from the movie so she's like no like never mind Kayla. it's okay so so anyways so we, did you watch a lot of uh, family ties when you were good oh yeah god did you? Yep. my sister uh my sister kelly to this day cannot stand the theme song she thinks it's the dumbest theme song ever who who hates this theme song yeah, so every no once in a while i i send it to her just to irritate her yeah <laughs> why would you hate it i don't know she's ever since she was a kid she can't she she thinks it's the dumbest thing song on television oh jeez yeah. oh. ridiculous yeah i'm surprised at at how many people had mullets in this show <laughs> i mean like i i well, didn't i, I mean, don't remember alex having a mullet but it, then again this is the later seasons yeah but yeah he that was a straight up mullet and he's supposed to be a finance major finance major wouldn't have a mullet <laughs> Well, I mean, it wasn't like a mullet like you and I had. That's true. <laughs> it was yeah. a little bit more like a business mullet. So it was business in the front and a little bit of a party in the back. But not much. <laughs> now it was business in the front, business casual in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, your joke's better. Yeah, That's awesome. Ah. <laughs> you know, I set him up and you knock him down. There you go. That's why this show is so so successful. Nah, that's that's the secret to our success. There you go. Uh, see what you did there? there? You see Hell what yeah. did? Yeah. <laughs> that was like in a in a. I was watching because um, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I, I'm bigger like watching nostalgic stuff, right? You know. And so a few uh, like a few weeks ago, I was like, oh my god! Like on, I think it was HBO Max. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Max. As they yeah, call it exactly. Now, yeah, you got to call right in. And uh, um, they had Teen Wolf on there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen this movie in so long." So <laughs> I'm watching it, but there was a part in it I didn't remember. Really? Like I was like, I don't remember this part. And so it was like, what was it? It was Michael J. Fox. He was, yeah, he was, he was walking down the street, 
with his friend Boof, if you remember Boof, <laughs> that was her name. And uh, she was all like, man, you sure are a teen wolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was the part where the principal's like, I thought, well, no, well, well, I thought wolves were older. Oh, no, he's just a teen wolf. <laughs> but you have to look right at the camera. He's just a teen wolf. And then like <laughs> thumbs up. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I was watching this episode, um, <laughs> me and my my two older kids watch horror, watch a lot of horror movies, but, but all three of us like kind of bad horror movies because we find them way more entertaining than like legit yeah. horror movies. And so Tremors isn't a bad movie, <laughs> but I mean, correction, Tremors isn't a bad movie if you're a horror movie fan. If you're a horror movie, horror movie fan, you know, like things like um, Sleepaway Camp and Tremors, those are great movies. But if you're not into horror movies, those movies suck. Um, so my son comes walking out. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching Family Ties for the show. And he's like, he looks at he goes, Michael Gross. And he just keeps walking. Because <laughs> he's so funny on Tremors. You got to watch Tremors just for him. If you're a Michael Gross fan. It's worth watching just for him. So nice, nice. Michael Gross. You know he got teased <laughs> when he was a kid. You know he did. Yeah. Ew, it's Michael. Doesn't Meredith Baxter Barney just go by like Meredith Baxter now? I don't know. Maybe she got deburnied. I don't know. Well, I mean, she might have been one of the actresses that was married to a guy, got divorced because she was gay. I think. I could be wrong She's on that. Gay? Yeah. I mean, it didn't surprise me, but. No, uh uh-uh. uh. But I think that's why her name changed. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. That was like uh, Judy Foster finally came out. We're all like, yeah, we, we, we've known since like the 80s. <laughs> like, were, really? we, were we not supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> you suck at secrets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess she had to keep her silence, you know, like the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. You're funny, Dak. It was hard for her, you know, to with another woman to make contact. <laughs> <laughs> she was too afraid to. I don't know any of them. Yeah, she was, it, but when she came out, it sure was a freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> was she in that? Yeah. I thought that was the chick from Halloween. Oh my god, you're talking about the remake. Oh. The original one from like the seventies, like seventy-eight or something like that. That was oh. Jodie Foster. Okay. Oh my god, it's like the best one. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no don't blow it up. <laughs> no. I can't mean my son watch this movie like a couple of years ago. Okay. Like that's how funny it is. Well, it's like it's like um sixteen again or whatever it is. Like what's that? Is that the, the one with George Burns and that other kid? Oh, 17 again? Fred Savage? Or, no, no. Who was that? Is that the kid That's from Weird right. Science? No. Oh, no. You know what movie I'm talking about, though? Where he's 18. 18 again? Yeah. Where he's 18 and his grandfather turns 81, and they have that cake where they put the letters, the numbers on it, and it looks 81 mm-hmm. or 18 from different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched uh, Freaky Friday when it was that movie. So. Oh, well, I saw it also when it was vice versa with Fred Savage. And that was Jeff a good Ryan. movie, though. Great cast in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you also had like Father Like Son with Dudley Moore and uh, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
And well, if you ever watch the old Freaky Friday from like the seventies Disney, right. um, the best person in that movie was whoever played the mom. I, f- I forget her name, um, but she's hilarious in that because she just her acting like a teenager. <laughs> she's so funny, and uh, like there's <laughs> there's just two particular scenes that made me crack up. Is like when she's like trying to sound like an adult. So she mm-hmm. puts on an English accent. <laughs> She's like, it won't be just a moment. You know, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, another time she's supposed to be the kid's mom because she had a younger brother too, but she's supposed to be her mom. And so <laughs> she, she like gives some shit. <laughs> and his kid's like, what? He's like, I mean, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It's just funny. Oh, you gotta watch it. Whatever. Just, anyway, let's just get back into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So when we left off, Mallory <clears throat> was going to be the next Dear Abby, and finally got a copy of her first column. Will she be successful, Derek? Um, I mean, you watch this, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, so let's get <laughs> for back. For sure, as Jennifer would say. <laughs> for sure. All right. <laughs> let's get back into this. Scene seven. Mallory stands up and says, Mom, I put it in there. <laughs> Sorry. If any of my readers had questions, you know, if anything seemed unclear, they could call or write me directly. Alex, who's putting groceries away. What are we talking about? The address and phone number. Oh, uh, that's right. You said put it in there. Uh, what? Alex, who's putting groceries away, says, well, that's something Dear Abby's never done. Mallory speaks mm. up and says, I am simply not in a cold, aloof approach to advice giving. I'm warm and accessible. People need me, and I'm here for them. Nick says, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. She's warm and accessible. Oh. Hell oh, yeah, she is. Damn right. Nick then looks down at her crotch. Yeah. No. (laughs) Mallory shoves him and says, Nick. Stephen, who can't stand to hear his little girls growing up, interrupts saying, please, Nick. It's bad enough our phone number is in the paper. Elise, who's having a bigger problem with that than Mallory is, says, look, what is to stop people from coming to our house and knocking on our door? As if on cue, there's a knock on the door. Steven mm-hmm. says very little, it seems. Alex opens the door in the kitchen because, you know, it's normal for people to walk into somebody's laundry room and <laughs> knock on their kitchen door. A man in a blue suit walks in and asks Alex, are you dear Mallory? Alex thinks for a moment and says, well, I know what your problem is, pal. Slight gender confusion. The man smiles hmm. and says, well, that is on the list. Alex points his finger and says, that's dear Mallory right there. The man walks up to Mallory and shakes her hand saying, I'm Buffalo Bill. Mallory shakes his hand and repeats Buffalo Bill. But the man corrects her and says Buffalo Bill. My wife shorters me around all the time. Mallory, perhaps taken off guard, turns and says, well, these are my parents, Stephen and Elise Keaton. The man walks up and says, oh, Mr. Keaton, Mrs. Keaton. Stephen shakes his hand and sarcastically says, Buffaloed. (laughs) Just then the telephone rings. Jennifer answers it and says, Dear Mallory, it's for you. As Mallory runs to the phone, there's another knock on the door as Alex goes to answer it. Mallory, still on the phone, says, Hello? Yes? 
as two more people walk up and knock on the door. Soon, four people have walked into the kitchen asking where dear Mallory is at. Oh, man. Oh, chaos. And it's amazing that all these people read it at the same time that Stephen and Elise read the paper. That's so amazing. <laughs> That's what's so funny about the show. Like, people that come over always just seem to know what room the family is in. <laughs> yeah. If they're in the kitchen, they come in through the laundry room yeah, and yeah. knock on that kitchen. If they're in the living room, they'll ring the doorbell the front door. <laughs> it's like they all, like, like, they'll walk up to the house, they look in the windows and, like, Okay, they're in the kitchen, and then everybody like goes to the laundry room. They used to be like that sometimes on growing pains, too. Like, they would knock on the kitchen door. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are so many adults relying on a teenager to help with their adult problems? <laughs> and it's like, it's not as if she has years of success and has a syndicated column exactly. or anything. Like, she's, like, done one issue so far. <laughs> Just one. Well, actually, at this point, she hadn't done any. I mean, well, I guess in the, the one that came out in the paper. Right. That's true. But yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, man, that gender confusion joke would have been highbrow today. Holy shit. <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, but like, seriously, what's the point of Jennifer? Like for real? Like, <laughs> like name <laughs> one constructive she thing she's done. So long. <laughs> yeah. Name can one constructive thing she's done in this episode so far. Um, she cut the cake. Yeah, but that could I have think. been eliminated. That's pointless. I'm just saying that's yeah. what she did. She answered the phone, <laughs> even she though there was like that's right. three other people in the kitchen, but okay. Jimmy, don't you understand? Without teeny others, cake would go uncut. Phones would go unanswered. And Andy would eat cake in peace and not argue with a fucking 20-year-old. <laughs> so <laughs> She was 20. She was like 16 or something like that. <laughs> Scene eight. At the kitchen table, we see Mallory sitting with dear... Mallory letters all over the table. Elise sits next to her and says, you look tired. <laughs> That's just a nice way of saying say, you look when ugly. When I say that to a girl, they get pissed. <laughs> Mallory smiles and says, I'm fine. Elise looks at all the letters and asks, how many letters have you answered tonight? Hmm? <laughs> how many phone calls? Mallory sighs and says, I stopped counting after a hundred. Damn. Elise shakes her head in disapproval, saying, you're doing way too much. I can't believe how many hours you're putting into this. <laughs> Mallory stands and says, I know, Mom. I've been working hard, but it's worth it. She then picks up a giant cardboard <laughs> display of, <laughs> of the newspaper, and she says, when you're in the public eye, as I am, your time just isn't your own. Hmm. You're so lucky to be a complete unknown, Mom. Elise says, I don't like to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my wife that all the time. I'm like, you don't know what it's like, man. No, I'm just <laughs> You have no idea, Megan. <laughs> Suddenly, Alex bursts in saying, hola, hey. Boy, how many people can say economics majors are dull is beyond me. Tonight, we watched reruns of the McNeil Lure Report. <laughs> then we started quoting from Adam Smith at random. Oh, shit. Then we started bringing up facts that we were on. Then we started bringing up facts that we were on the swim team in high school. That's weird. He was too, man. <laughs> and we finished up the night by dancing on the table and shouting out commodities prices. Damn. At least smiles and says, "I'm surprised the cops didn't bust in on you." Right for real. <laughs> 
Alex then turns and picks up the cardboard newspaper and says, how many times do I have to throw this thing out? (laughs) Apparently females aren't a commodity, I guess. Um, Sorry, Hunt's mean. Um, How old is Mallory supposed to be? Do you know? I think about 19 or so, 20 maybe. So is she in college? Is this like part of her college assignment or something? Yeah, she's in college. Okay. I can't tell if she might. I think she's twenty. I think she's only a year younger than Alex. I think. Okay. Um, because like one thing they don't touch on is is this a job or is this something she's donating her time for? Um, I think it might be both. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Um, I can't tell if Alex is being sarcastic or if he's serious. If it's like self-deprecating humor or if he is he like legit like jazz about all this. If like about what part? The whole thing about how his night went. <laughs> Oh, 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 you mean, oh, about how the commodities are. Yeah. Oh, I think that's that's for real, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. All right. Oh, wow. Hmm. Scene nine. Just then the phone rings. As Mallory walks to answer the phone, she grabs a cardboard newspaper from Alex and puts it down next to the phone. She picks up the phone with a, hello? Yes, this is she. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, talk to her. Yeah. Well, she's your mother, and she deserves that respect. Uh Uh-huh. Remember, we're always here for you. Bye. Didn't say it like that, but I wish Mm -hmm. you would. Elise, who perhaps a little biased, says, that's very good advice, by the way. Mallory, once again, gets serious and says, it's instinctive, Mom. Flows right out of me. It's like there's this little voice inside my brain saying, Alex interrupts, saying, boy, you can see for miles in here. (laughs) That's awesome. Soon the telephone rings again. But before Mallory can answer it, Steven says in a loud voice, I got it. Elise, who's been reading a letter, says, Mal, Mal, this is getting a little out of hand. You're getting marital advice now? Mallory takes the letter and says, oh, mom, the column has been expanded. I'm giving marriage advice, legal advice. I'm doing surgery through the mail. Steven walks in, irritated, saying, Mal, telephone for you it's somebody calling himself fed up freddy i told him it's a little late to be calling but he said he really needs to speak to you oh is he annoying mallory says Mm -hmm. well tell him it's too late to call but he can come to that open house tomorrow without listening steven says great and goes to pick up the phone but upon realizing what was just said says what what open house Mallory Mm -hmm. says, well, I figured it would be a good idea to have an open house one night a week. That way I can deal with them one-on-one. Steven sighs, picks up the phone and says, listen, Freddie, she, uh, she can't come to the phone right now, but there's an open house tomorrow. Don't start with me, Freddie. Yeah. Well, I'm fed up with you too. Steven, (laughs) Steven finally hangs up on the phone and says, Mallory, I honestly don't know how you handle these people. I find it completely exasperating. Mallory calmly says, dear disturbed dad, <laughs> if you let the little things in life bother you, you lose sight of what you really have, how much you mean to your family. Stephen looks at Mallory and slowly calms down, finally saying, she's good. He stands there <laughs> nodding, finally saying, she's very good. I feel better. <laughs> <sighs> so funny. Yeah. I love how Elise is so sure that this is a good that this is good advice without hearing the other side of what the question was. 
all she heard was, <laughs> you should listen to your mother. She's like, that's good advice. So like, what if, what if he was being molested by his mom or something? <laughs> and she's like, no, you need to like, wow. Yeah. Like, oh, that's good advice. Like, you don't fucking know. You didn't hear what he was saying. <laughs> God. All right. Anyways. Um, she didn't ask permission first to open up her house to a bunch of strangers. Well, no, she's an adult and this is her home. So. <laughs> no, that's, she's an adult living in her parents' house. It ain't her home. <clears throat> well, you know. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Scene 10. The next night at the open house, Mallory is sitting on the couch talking to a group of people. Mm. The room is filled with people along with signs that say romantic problems where Mallory is, teen problems where Jennifer is, and family problems where Steven and Elise are. I never noticed that. I mean, I saw the signs, but I didn't notice like who was sitting oh, there. Finally, by the front door, we see Alex under a sign that says, generally nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory runs to Alex and says, it's really going well, Alex. So many people showed up, and I think it really helped a lot of them. Alex stands and says, yeah, well, I kept my area tidy. <laughs> Elise walks over and says, look, there's only about 15 minutes left. Maybe we should start moving people towards the door. Mm. Alex says, all right, Mom, I'll... uh." I'll get the big net. <laughs> Walking around the middle of the room, we see Skippy looking around. Stephen comes up from behind and asks, Well, enjoying yourself tonight, Skipper? <laughs> Skippy says, uh, Actually, I'm a little overwhelmed, Mr. Keaton. See, I couldn't really decide what problem of mine to focus on. So I've been kind of hanging around the generally nuts area most of the night. <laughs> Stephen looks at the sign, then back at Skippy and says, can't go wrong there, Skip. <laughs> Just then the doorbell rings because mm. they're in the living room. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Mallory runs to answer it. When she opens the door, I wonder how many people have gone unanswered knocking at the back laundry room door. That's true. That's a good point. And they're just like, dang, dang, dang. like so many people have just been left. And why is their laundry room like, why is it, why does that door open to the front yard? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it, I know. Well, I mean, you're going through the side, but I mean, but still. It, yeah, but it's still, you're assuming that there's a door that goes straight out because you can see the window there with the, but I mean, that would be a yeah. weird layout for a house. Wouldn't it? Like the back door is yeah, also in the weird. front yard. That doesn't make sense. You would think it would go into the garage. Yeah. That's but, weird. Mm. Anyway, just then the doorbell rings. Mallory runs to answer it. Mm. When she opens the door, a young girl walks in and says, um, hello, I'm Andrea Neff. She says, are you dear Mallory? Mallory says, yes, but her open house is almost over. The girl looking flustered says, great. I can't even get my problems right. I was hoping to have my crisis earlier, like usual. But when do you know it? Tonight, I got off to a late start. My kitchen had a tree fall on it, which like that's not far from the actual line, right? I, I don't know. I, I totally out of that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> It was like my my kitchen exploded, I think. Yeah, it was something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It was like my kitchen, like, because you know, I remember my son and I were watching it just before recording, <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, like, we can relate to that. Yeah, I had to, I had to change it, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, my kitchen had a tree fall on it. Alex stands, clears his throat, and says, um, excuse me, miss, why don't you just have a seat right over here? <laughs> right, right by this sign. 
Someone will be around to help you soon. Mm. <laughs> the girl, of course, sits in front of the generally nuts sign. Finally, Mallory comes and sits down asking, what seems to be your problem, Andrea? Andrea or Andrea? Because she's straight up sorry. My name is Andrea. And the rest of the time, she's being called Andrea. That's right, because we're American. America! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Just like calm even, to even leave her. Even Andrea says Andrea, I think, again later. <laughs> anyway, Andrea says, well, you don't know me as <laughs> Andrea. You know me as fucking Andrea, because I told you that. <laughs> you know me as first love. Mallory's eyes get huge as she excitedly says, yes, hi, I've been waiting to hear from you. How did it go? Did you talk to your boyfriend? Andrea says, yes, I, Andrea looks at the side and says, um, you know, could you move this? <laughs> Mallory turns the side around and goes back to listening. Andrea continues. I talked to him. Mallory quickly asks, and did you confront him? Like I said, were you firm with him? Tell me everything. Did you grab his dick? Did you touch his dick? <laughs> Andrea says, well, I I did just what you said. I, I looked at him right in the eye and I said, Billy, are you seeing another woman? And he said, no, I'm not, but I hate being accused by you and I never want to see you again. Mallory's surprised that her advice didn't work as well as she hoped. Fake smiles and says, oh, that's... That's not good. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a Tony Award winning actress. Well, she's big on Broadway. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's played by a woman named Jane Adams, and I, I it was just driving me nuts. I was like, I know her from something, hmm. but she's still like actively working. I mean, she's still oh, yeah, stuff yeah. this year. She looks really good too. Yeah, I mean, for like, her age, God, I just can't figure out where I know her from though. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny because I work with an engineer at work that that's so much like this girl. Just the glasses, mm -hmm. the body shape, how excited she is when she talks, the kind of nerdiness. The ponytail like, and the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> the overalls. Who wears them? Um, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it was kind of funny seeing that. You know? Scene 11. Andrea says, mm. no, I don't think so either, but I wanted a professional opinion. Mallory, still smiling, says... Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Andrea just stares at her and asks, aren't you going to fix it? Hmm. Mallory, now realizing she messed up, says, um, I don't think I can. Andrea asks, if I'd have come earlier, could you have fixed it? Mallory, now <laughs> feeling the pressure, stands and says, look, maybe you're better off this way. I mean, maybe this wasn't the right guy for you. If he's so willing to just leave just because you asked him a question, Andrea puts her finger up and says, oh, no, 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 no. He didn't mind questions. He just, uh, it was just that one that really bugged him. Hmm. To pause for a second, homeboy was cheating. Yeah. Oh, you know what 100, I mean? 100% like he was cheating. My son was like, oh, he was cheating. 100%. If he goes, <laughs> that, yeah. what the fuck? That's it. We're done. No, he was looking How for a reason to dump you. you. <laughs> Yeah, how dare yeah. you accuse me of such things? Exactly. Which I have experience with. Because I remember asking somebody I was with once right. who I thought was might have been cheating on me mm -hmm. and reacted the same way. How dare you bring this up? Right. How, how do you accuse me of such a horrible when yeah. All the while, yes, 100%, I was being cheated on. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Mallory, now trying to get out of the situation, says, um, maybe you need to find another guy. You know, there are plenty of them out there. 
Now with the entire family, plus Skippy watching, Andrea says, oh, for you, look at you. You're gorgeous. It's easier for you to cut them loose. I mean, that ass, that chest, the way your lips just kind of pout. No, (laughs) but not for me. I mean, look at you and look at me. I'm not in a position to make a stand like that. How could you give me that advice? Mallory now backpedaling says, it was the best advice I had to give. I, I just tried. But it's cut off by Elise, who can see she's drowning. Elise says, I'm Mallory's mother, and she was trying to help you, believe me. Andrea looks at Elise and says, well, what do you know? You're gorgeous, too. She then looks at the Keatons plus Skippy and says, you're all gorgeous. Skippy shoes her off in embarrassment. Andrea then turns her attention back to Mallory and says, do you have any idea what it's like being me? Skippy stands and says, well, I might. Andrea turns back to Mallory and asks, do you know what it's like sitting by the phone, praying for it to ring? Skippy answers. Yes. Andrea still talking to Mallory asks, do you know how it feels to have a blind date show up at your door and say, I'm sorry, there must've been a mistake and runs off. Skippy once again answers, yes. Andrea turns to Skippy and back to Mallory and asks, do you know what it's like to go to prom as a hat check girl? Skippy smiles and once again says, yes. Andrea points Mm -hmm. at him and says, you know, I'm going to kill this person. Skippy (laughs) Skippy gets the point and sits down. Mallory says, I don't know what to say. Andrea says, I I know this is terrible. I know I should have written to dear Abby. Oh, this is the last time I try to save a quarter. She begins Mm. to walk to the front door, but Mallory stops her saying, wait, do you want to sit down? Uh, We could talk about it. Andrea now at the door says, no, I'm fine. He was the only boyfriend I'll ever have. And, and now my life's a wreck. I'm sorry to bother you. I got to go. Bye. Andrea runs out the door with Mallory close behind her. Oh, Skippy can't even get the frumpy girl. Well, you know, she's fucking drama and lying. She had a guy like be like, I I, I understand. I'll be there for you. I'll never break up. And she's like, who the fuck is this loser? (laughs) The only boyfriend you'll ever have. I can see why because you're a bitch. God. <laughs> she's like and every all they see is beauty everywhere and they won't understand me nobody does i do shut the fuck up you fucking nerd <laughs> i will kill you like jesus i wonder why guys bring up you <laughs> this is so stupid Andrea isn't unattractive in any no, no, she's not, no. <laughs> so oh, come on she wore she glasses to, come on she wore glasses this <laughs> is one of those she just needs to brush her hair and remove her glasses and like make it look kind of mm. movie trope but even then she didn't even have to remove her glasses done. if she would have got her hair done I know she doesn't and not dress like somebody that just got out of the Amish community <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with her at all like if I saw her just like that even today right. I would well I mean she's probably 20 years younger than me but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know at the time, but I, w- I would be interested. She 100% keeps looking at Mallory's boobs. Like, did you notice that? <laughs> like, when she's like, look at you, you're gorgeous. She's staring right at her boobs the whole time she said that. <laughs> you notice that? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like, I had the same note. Like, she has a guy right there excited to talk to her, and she's being rude mm. as hell, like, to, to him and everybody else in the room. Like, um. <laughs> 
But also, no guy is ever gonna like me ever <laughs> again. I do. Shut the fuck up, nerd. But also, like, like just a tip for all the younger guys out there: when a girl says she's fine, she is not fine. She is everything but fine. <laughs> if you ever have your girl go, no, no, I'm fine. You need to start apologizing. It doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. Just fucking apologize because you fucked up and she's pissed. So <laughs> there you go. That's from Dear Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Scene 12. In the kitchen, Stephen and Elise are sitting at the kitchen table, but with their chins in their hands. We then see that they're looking at Skippy. Stephen finally says, you have been telling us about your <laughs> academic and social problems for, let's see, two and a half hours now. Skippy asks, you want me to, you want me to talk about the swim team? Really? Talk, really? You bring that shit up again? <laughs> Let me guess. You're going to bring your kitchen in again, too? <laughs> Skippy says, and you know what's amazing? I haven't even really scratched the surface yet. Elise says, that's our sense of it, too. <laughs> Skippy <laughs> says, well, it's not like you guys have said anything. I mean, can you give me some advice? Stephen <laughs> smiles and says, yes, go home. <laughs> Elise smiles and says, it's good advice, Skip. <laughs> Skippy stands and says, thank you, and walks out. As Stephen and Elise, because, you know, they're always together, oh, yeah. begin sorting through Mallory's letters, Alex walks in saying, Hey, boy, lovelorn people sure eat a lot. <laughs> Finished all the dip. Gouged the bowl a little, too. <laughs> Steven stands to carry bowls to the sink and says, What a night. I never heard so many problems. Saw so many tears. I can't believe how many times I said, Would you like a Kleenex? <laughs> <laughs> Mallory walks in looking tired and says, Hi. Ellie says, Hey, are you all right? Mallory, obviously still feeling bad, says, yeah, I'm fine. After an awkward pause, Stephen looks at Mallory and asks, <laughs> would you like a Kleenex? <laughs> I love that. The Elise pause asks, is what makes it. That's funny. <laughs> Elise asks, did you catch up with her? Mallory says, finally, I tell you, this girl had some problems. Speed was not one of them. <laughs> 99 problems and speed ain't one. She did drugs? <laughs> Elise, no. Elise stands and walks not crosses, very good, Jimmy, no. but walks to Mallory and asks, well, what did you say to her? Mallory, trying to find the word, says, Mom, I mean, there was there was really nothing to say, you know. I apologized. What more could I do? Why the fuck did she follow her? The hell? <laughs> I can't believe the way this turned out. All I wanted was for her to be happy, for them to all be happy. Elise smiles and says, that's so much like you, honey. It really is. <laughs> Mallory looks down for a moment and says, I was really foolish, Mom. I was really in love with the idea that I could help these people, that they'd turn to me for help. I got carried away. Elise, being honest, says, Well, you did get carried away, but you don't want to stifle that noble impulse. It's such a beautiful quality, honey. Mallory turns away and says, Mom, I mean, look at these letters. I mean, can you believe the subjects I was trying to give advice on? Marriage, aging, agriculture, high, high school swim teams, tornadoes in the kitchen. <laughs> that's weird, man. That's That sounds like you. The last two. That's, that's, sure does. Jimmy. That's ironic. Sure does. Damn. 
Weird episode. <laughs> um, so why the hell did Mallory chase after her if she had nothing to say? So like this poor girl's <laughs> sprinting her ass off trying to get away from Mallory because she's pissed and she wants to be alone. And it's finally she's like, okay, what? What do you need? I just, I just want to tell you I had nothing to say. Like, the fuck? Like, thank you for well, chasing me then. I don't want to tell you I'm sorry. (laughs) And also, I want to start a foundation for my little brother. (laughs) (laughs) I want to to buy the whole world of puppy. The parents, the parents aren't the the column. Mallory is. So like, why the fuck are the parents sitting around going through the letters? It's not, (laughs) it's not their column. Well, remember their family. So it's okay. Yeah, I guess it's, it's this family ties, right? Um, <laughs> it's funny because Mallory's ribbon is still neat around her neck or her, her scarf or whatever it is. And yeah. um, uh, her hair is still fixed. And she was running like as fast as she could. <laughs> and she comes in looking like she just got ready to go. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Calling bullshit. 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 Scene 13. Steven Ooh. walks over and says, you know, even as a very little girl, you were always like that, Mel. So sweet and caring. Always so so sensitive to other people's feelings. I remember one time you came home all upset and teary-eyed. You couldn't have been more than five, five and a half. You said, Dad, Skippy's hamsters are biting each other. Mallory, not seeing what this has to do with anything, turns and says, oh, Dad. Steven continues now with Alex listening and says, and the lady hamsters biting the man more than the man's biting the lady. And I said, well, maybe that's what hamsters do. You said, how could that be? They're supposed to love each other. I have to have a talk with them, with the lady hamster. And the next day you went over and you talked to the lady hamster and you came back home and said, dad, they stopped biting each other. I said, good Mallory. You said, yeah, now they're biting Skippy. Alex quips, I love a happy ending. He then kisses Mallory on top of the head. It's like, oh. Mallory says, I wish I'd remember that story. I might have stayed out of the lovelorn business. Elise grabs Mallory's hand and says, now don't be so hard on yourself. You made some mistakes, but you gave some good advice. Elise begins to ruffle through the letters saying, look, here, dear Mallory, My friends have moved. My relatives don't talk to me. My husband left me. What should I do? Signed, desperately lonely. What did Mallory reply? Here, dear lonely, do yourself a favor. Stop your whining and learn how to spell desperately. (laughs) Mallory looks at the letter and says, I never wrote that. Alex is mysteriously looking the other direction as everyone turns and (laughs) stares at him. There's an awkward moment. Finally, Alex says, well, you were so busy. <laughs> hmm. And then freeze frame and uh, yeah. executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the ending they went with? Like, yeah. So this girl's just fucked. Like, her life is ruined. <laughs> like, it's all Mallory's fault. And they're just like, oh, well, shit happens. The end. Yeah, Dick Wolf. The frumpy like, chick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And also, like, as far as the ending goes, so they're just going to continue letting random people come to their house? Like, none of that got resolved? Um, I'm sure. I just assume that she just stopped doing the column. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, we do apologize for having to switch the episode at the last minute. Um, but yeah. the one that we had picked last week, we didn't notice that it was a part one. And we don't like to do part ones yeah. and part twos and stuff. So we apologize. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I do have an email to read, Jimmy. Oh, you have a dear, uh, very pretty podcast. That's right. Dear Very Betty Podcast. <laughs> it has been one year since my husband has touched me. Oh, oh shit. Emotionally no, or physically? Oh. <clears throat> now, this email comes to us from Holly. Holly. Like yeah. Christmas. Yeah. So, Holly says... Greeting, Tack and Jimmy. Hi. (laughs) As much as I love the Brady Bunch, there is no show that could ever top the Golden Girls. I agree. You have no idea how happy I was (laughs) that you chose to break down a couple of episodes. (laughs) I have listened to many TV show recap podcasts, Go Bayside, Office Ladies, and of course this one. Which is by far the most entertaining of the bunch. <laughs> Go Bayside is pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's... <clears throat> what was her name? Um, uh, the girl that does Go Bayside? Can give you the answer? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> April Richardson. April Richardson. Yeah, I couldn't get the first name. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking Lisa Richardson? That doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. April Richardson's pretty funny in that. She's pretty good. Yep. Holly goes on. She says... I've also sampled some Golden Girls podcasts out there. Hmm. Let me be clear here. They all suck. (laughs) (laughs) That said, I would like to officially pitch the idea of breaking down the whole GG series. Damn. (laughs) Thanks for keeping us all entertained. Holly. I would have the worst blue balls. <laughs> you still would. You still would. <laughs> that could that could be interesting. That's kind of what I said. Yeah. I like, huh. Maybe we do like another podcast with just the golden. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let That's us. Uh, uh, Holly, like you gave your two cents, but other people, like, like, let us know what you think. Do you guys like the Golden Girls enough for us to do the whole thing? Or uh, yeah. So I let don't us know, know if my. My throat can take it going, I like talking. <laughs> so don't, just don't talk like that. Be Arthur <laughs> every um, single week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a good show. Yeah, let us know, peoples. Hmm. All right, Holly. Well, you know, we did here. We had a good time tonight. And remember, we do love these shows. It's all about the good times and the family ties. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And also... As usual, we would personally like to thank our producers from Patreon because without you guys, this absolutely wouldn't be possible. And of course, we're looking at Jenny and Jim. We're looking at you guys. We're eyeballing you. We're giving you the, you know, the, the finger bang. We're finger banging you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, you guys Shooter were the McGavin. yeah. So you guys were the first ones to, uh, you know, to to, to be Patreons, and, and we will forever be grateful. So uh, thank you. But we appreciate all our Patreon subscribers. But we always give a shout out to Jenny and Jim because they were they were numero unos. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Homework assignments. Thought I was going to forget. Mm. First thing, mm. if you haven't done it already, check out the website, www.averybradypodcast.com. Indeed. Also, do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Mm. Tell two friends about the show. And if you don't have two friends, then go to a church and they have a lot of times in churches, they have these, these like where you can write down a, a prayer request 
Oh yeah. So write write down a prayer request. Don't don't not do that. But also put down <laughs> listen to a variety podcast. Yeah, and you get free coffee in churches usually too. You do. Mm-hmm. So. It's a good place to meet people too. The same. Hmm. Or library. <laughs> Good girls. <there. laughs> where I'm going? The, what is it? The, I well, can't this remember. Place night where I'm going. Good, good, clean girls. That's where I'm going with shit. <laughs> Sorry. Or send an email to the show just like Holly did, and you can tell us yeah. how you like or dislike the show at a very pretty podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in all the conversation and the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to be a producer, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. And also we have just started releasing a really, we released our very first episode yeah. of a very Brady podcast after hours. Tonight. Yeah. So Patreon subscribers, let us know what you think. If it's kind of lame, it's kind of dumb. Then we won't put it mm-hmm. on anymore. It's a little more but, uh, intimate conversation yeah. between unscripted. Little, yeah. It's a little bit more unscripted and it's a little bit more candid. Like we talk about yeah, a little bit deeper sure. things. So you know, yeah. like that rash tech had, that kind of stuff. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, that's right. You, you People that aren't Patreon subscribed, you have to forget to say that. Um, <laughs> check out our Instagram at A Very Brady Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real-time updates. Like, I don't know, like, we're going to be late. Like, that ever happens. Oh, good. Like, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out the Retro Network at theretronetwork.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at com slash shop. Check out our Public merch store. The link is in the description of this in every episode. Also, just a quick reminder, which we really haven't done much with it lately, but we are on the Clapper app. Jimmy and I now have the clap, and yep. you can check us out at a very birdie podcast at the Clapper app. But most importantly, go check out some classic iconic television. There is so much classic iconic television out there and what's cool is is um some of the streaming services like paramount especially uh and peacock they're starting to to understand that they have these shows sitting around anyways and people like to watch them so they're really starting to put a lot more on it so go check out some classic iconic television it doesn't even have to be the show we're doing just check out one and tack here is going to tell you what to watch next tack I sure will. Thank you, Jimmy. (laughs) So after entering all of our data into our randomizer 3000, it will randomly pick the next episode for us. Engage. Okay, so on the next episode is... Saved by the Bell. Oh, shit. Holly was just talking about that. Well, she was talking about Go Bayside. That's cool. Yeah. Season three, episode 18, entitled The Glee Club. Oh, man. So what's this episode about? Probably Glee uh, Club. I'll tell you. It says, after finding out that Bayside's Glee Club will travel to Hawaii mm. if they reach their finals of a nationwide competition. Zach signs up and convinces the rest of the gang to join him. Oh, damn. Ooh. Isn't Hawaii where um, where they went to visit um, Jesse's dad? Um, that episode that was supposed to be Hawaii, but it's filmed in Texas. I don't know. Was it oh, okay. Jesse's dad or was it um, Slater's dad? I thought it was Jesse's dad. Remember? Because she was all pissed off because she was he was getting remarried. I don't know. And his his her new stepmom would be all young and shit, and she didn't like it. Oh uh, yeah, I think I do remember that. 
But you can anyway, go visit uh, that hotel in Texas. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Saved by the Bell is available to stream on Hulu. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. we and Tack looked at... It says it's available on Peacock, and you would think it'd be available on Peacock because it's an NBC NBC show. But the only one available on NBC on Peacock is the new Saved by the Bell. So, yeah, but it's yeah. available on Hulu. That's right. Who knew? So, Who knew? Um, so that'll be fun. That will be fun. Ah. Wonder if we can get April Richardson to join us on that episode. <laughs> Maybe, possibly. What do you think? You think? Do you think she's down for it? I don't know. I talked to her several years back about being on mm-hmm. the old Teen Funny show, which she was all for, but we just could never get it right. Never. That's true. The timing yeah. was just yeah, she was bad. on tour with that back then, right? I can't remember, but she was like all for it. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I kept changing dates. What about this? Yeah. What about this? Uh, well, I mean, finally was like, no, I can't do that day. <laughs> even if yeah, she would be willing to just do an interview, that'd be enough. Like she wouldn't have to be on the whole show. I don't know, I'll try to get hold of her. We'll see. Yeah. I'm like, you remember me? I talked to you like six years ago, like in a couple of emails. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. But I mean, even if she could send in an audio clip and just like things that she thought was funny about the episode and stuff, that would be cool too. And we would totally <laughs> promote and plug anything she had going on. Yeah. So, yeah, never know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, that'll be fun. So, mm-hmm. unless you have anything else? Uh, nope. I'm all set. Nope. All right, you don't want to mention your high school swim team days again? Fucking Al Bundy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, I got the old man cough laugh. (laughs) Nope, all set. In that case, I've been Jimmy. And I've been... (laughs) I've been Dak. You've been giggling. (laughs) And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.